homily for the fifth Sunday of Easter. St. Mary's Church, Grand Forks, May 2nd, 2021. First of all, a quick note for our parishioners. The Diocese of Fargo has reinstated the obligation for attending Sunday Mass as of this weekend. For those who are listening to these podcasts, we thank you for tuning in, and you are welcome to join us at Mass at St. Mary's. Please come to receive the Eucharist and to worship the Lord with us, if you are able. When I drive past a winery in North Dakota, it catches my attention. I hardly ever saw grapevines in person when I was growing up. It was hard enough to grow a hay crop in the sand hills of Logan County. The wineries that I am familiar with in North Dakota tend to experiment with lots of different fruits and plants to make their wines, even rhubarb for heaven's sake. Despite the increased interest in growing them in recent years, the rare and signature site of grapevines really stands out to me. One of the reasons why the teachings of Jesus are so timeless is that they incorporate examples that his listeners could understand. But whereas the Holy Land has more than its share of grape vineyards dotting the countryside, we in North Dakota do not. Those kinds of crops stand a much better chance where the climate and growing season are more conducive to grapes. Vines are not as common on our landscape as wheat stalks or corn stalks or the plants of potatoes and sugar beets. We don't see vines very often in person, or at least nothing all that impressive. We're most likely to see them in pictures from other places, such as the ivy branches that cover walls of buildings on college campuses. Even if we are not as familiar with the imagery of vines as Jesus' disciples were, we can still understand the metaphor that our Lord is using in today's gospel. I am the vine, and you are the branches. But we have to dig deep in order to understand fully what this metaphor means. In other words, we need to guard ourselves here against falling prey to a wishy-washy interpretation. Jesus is the vine and I am a branch. Well, isn't that nice? He's within me and I'm within him. Everything is peace and light and lollipops. Jesus used this metaphor of the vine and branches to convey a serious message. God intends to work on us so that we may truly be a holy people. In verse 2 of chapter 15, we hear that our Heavenly Father is the vine grower. As the vine grower, he does two main jobs. The first and most obvious one is to dispose of every branch that does not bear fruit. I can't help but think back on the ministry of John the Baptist, who told his audience much the same thing when he said, Even now the axe is laid at the root of the tree, and every tree that does not bear fruit shall be cut down and thrown into the fire. The image is very dramatic and definite, of someone with axe in hand swinging away. The Lord isn't just pondering what he might do. He's ready to act. Did some members of his audience take offense at John's boldness? You'd better believe it. No one wants to be cast onto the pile of dead wood awaiting the bonfire. 
But how many people do you suppose left that day thinking, why should I stay on that dead pile? They realized that today is a new day. They could make a new start with God's grace and receive Jesus as their Redeemer and Lord. For a moment, they were wounded to the heart, but they refused to live in that woundedness. They found the inspiration they needed to change the direction of their lives. But the second job that the Father does is more intriguing. The Father prunes the ones that bear fruit so that they will be even more fruitful. Notice how important it is that Christians bear fruit. We cannot, cannot expect to hang around on the vine for long if all we are is dead weight. The expectation is not only that we bear fruit, but that we will be open to grow so that we can be even more fruitful. Later on in this gospel, we heard that the disciples are already pruned because of the words Jesus spoke to them. But that news did not serve as a shield to protect them from all harm. The context of today's gospel, let's remember, is Holy Thursday night. Just hours later, Jesus' closest friends would desert him in his time of greatest anguish. When pressed by strangers in a courtyard, Peter would deny that he even knew him. The disciples were pruned, but they were not immune. They were weak, they repented, and they were received again into the fold. Ideally, the same kind of pruning happens repeatedly throughout our lives, but it only happens if we humbly ask for that gift. I dare say that most of us fall into the Father's second job description. We're not devoid of any fruit whatsoever but we know we could produce more. And most importantly, many of us resist the very thought of being pruned and trimmed because we're quite comfortable the way we are. What if God's pruning is painful? What if God wants to cut away something in my heart that I don't want to surrender? Something I'd rather hide away from him. Maybe it seems impossible to you that God can do the sort of pruning in your life that he desires to do. Maybe you feel like you've been, spiritually speaking, driving in the same gear for such a long time that you've convinced God has no more good, new good works to perform in your life and through you. Renounce that message. It is false. Now is the time to wage a battle of prayer. Ask God to show you his plan. In the quiet of your heart and preferably on your knees, Pray about where the hedge trimmer is poised to strike. Where there is a struggle in your heart, ask God for the eyes of faith to see that what he will give you is far better than what he will take away. Let's return for a moment to Jesus' thesis statement to today's gospel. I am the vine, and you are the branches. I would argue that these words have become so familiar to many of us that we don't think about what they really mean. Do we truly give God credit as the source of our lives and all that we have? Can we stand before God and proudly present ourselves saying, all of this, all of who I am and what I can become is because of you, just like a branch exists because of the vine. How many of us truly accept his words? Without me, you can do nothing. 
the confident disciple of Jesus will never forget the promises he has made to us, one of which we hear today. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want, and it will be done for you. I don't have to be the vine grower or the vine. It's quite enough to be the branch. When I remain in Christ, only then am I strong, faithful, and receiving the Father's perfect care. Amen.